Hey guys, Sarah Lee here. Just wanted to give you a heads up of a slight trigger warning in this episode. We do touch on some domestic violence issues in Gertrude's story. For those of you looking for resources or if you have somebody you know who might be struggling with domestic violence, there is a national hotline you can call. It is 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to Awful Neutral. I'm your dungeon master, Damien Mercado. With me, as always, is Clint Beiser as... Tiffy Artificare... Chet Blan... I'm I'm Chet Blanket. I I don't know who I am anymore. (laughs) Uh, Clint has schizophrenia. I'm just going to move on to the next. Um, Sarah Lee Steiner as... Gertrude. uh, Damn it, Clint. I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Your beautiful voice says so much. There, there, sweet daughter. And let's go ahead and round out the family. Jesse Egan as... Oh, playing Blanche Poubelle. That's, uh... That's Sarah Lee's mother. Uh, no, <laughs> Sarah Lee's mother. It's, Ger- it's Gertrude's mother. Damn it, Mom. I told you not to tell anyone. <laughs> and Clint's wife. <laughs> Drop me off at the corner. I'll walk the rest of the way. Sarah Lee genuinely surprised. Mom? Mother? You've been Jesse the whole time? <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> And playing this family's loving cat, we have Dave Callens as... (laughs) Kevin, I am not related to any of these people. (laughs) I just want to make that clear. There is zero resemblance. (laughs) That's right. Blanche is going to be around for this arc. This has become a family show. This is You guys are like the Partridge family, the Osbournes. The Osbournes? If this was the Osbournes... Gertrude would be Ozzy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Tiffy would be sh- Sharon. I'm just busy biting some bat heads. Uh, Sharon. Uh, uh, have you seen my... Sharon. That was good. You know, people shit on Ozzy impersonations, but that was, that was, that was realistic. <laughs> I believed it. It wasn't too much. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, I want to give a shout out to Xavier Illustrates. More great fan art uh, that you tweeted at us. Thank you very much. We look forward to it all the time and uh, look forward to working with you for illustrations on our kids on bikes. You drew some pieces up with uh, Tifi and Lothario in a dress that I really liked. (laughs) Amazing. You really captured. I was like, wow, I want to fuck that robot. You say that to every robot, though, for real. <laughs> That's very on brand. I said that to R two D two when I met R two D two. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> the scream. 
Was that an aroused screech or an alarm <laughs> screech? I can't You'll tell. You'll never know. C-3PO. You speak all, I'm not fucking you, C-3PO. I want him. Oh, no. He's the looker. Oh, no. Yeah, if you make a series of beeps near Damien, he gets visibly aroused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I got to go. I see Disneyland security closing in. <laughs> All right, um, I guess that's where we'll close to open the episode. Um, <laughs> Last time on Awful Neutral, Tiffy and Kevin stumbled upon the witch in the hut's cabin, which turned out to be an old calzone hovel. The witch in the hut turned out to be Tiffy's old ex-wife, Hang on, have we talked Turned about how the witch in the hut sounds like an urban dictionary thing? <laughs> it does. <laughs> that was a Gertrude joke from a prior episode. What, you guys never did the witch in the hut in college or anything like that? I think that oh, was her exact joke. I did I say that? Like, I have absolutely no memory of this. That's good. No, that's I thought good. it was like the man in the boat. Like, I can't find the witch in the hut. <laughs> oh. I'm proud of myself. All right, ben Shapiro. Calm down. Oh, <laughs> He's a tiny little man. My wife is dry as a bone. (laughs) The fabled witch in the swamp turned out to be none other than Gertrude's mother and Chet Blankate, now Teefy, ex-wife or former wife. Current. That's right. Current wife. (laughs) We never got a divorce. After a brief emotional reunion, Blanche learned that Gertrude was in hell and that they had to go rescue her soul. While taking off her earrings and getting ready for a scrap with Miss Caitlin, <laughs> Blanche created a portal to Mrs. Caitlin's demiplane. When they arrived in Mrs. Caitlin's demiplane, they saw an expansive mansion, and they were greeted by three canaries who told them to follow. Expansive mansion sounds like you have a weird accent. You're saying it costs a lot. <laughs> expansive. <laughs> it was an expansive mansion. English is my fourth language, you prick. <laughs> How many languages do you speak, Dave? Just idiot. Thank you. Snark, <laughs> sarcasm, jive, and English. <laughs> well, according to my character sheet, I should be j- abyssal, <laughs> celestial, giant, and goblin. But not tabaxi for some reason. He doesn't speak his own language. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do have a follow-up question to your um, overview, Damien. Has anybody asked yet, can you say that which does not have a soul? It's an excellent question. We're going to find out today. The party followed the three canaries, which turned out to be three devils, and all serving Mrs. Caitlin, who turned out to be Glacia, daughter to Asmodeus, and one of the rulers of the Nine Hells. After revealing themselves, Asmodeus himself graced the party with his presence, eager to meet his new servant, Tifi. And that is where we are going to pick up with the party. Osmodius stands in front of you. Osmodius, to remind everybody from last session, looks like Will I Am Defoe, which is a combination <laughs> of Will I Am and Willem Defoe. That's right. He has a dark skin tone, Will I Am's hair, uh, Willem Defoe's cheek to cheek smile, and many of his facial features. <laughs> this creature radiates charisma and fear. Um, upon seeing Osmodius, Kevin steps forward and says, I'd like to challenge you for your golden fiddle. Oh, that's that's another. I can get it, but I, you know, but that's that's not another. You, have, you play the guitar? That's actually my instrument. I, can, I have a I have a platinum guitar that I'd be happy to wager. You're a, I mean, you're you're a powerful soul and a hero. I don't remember the song going that way. 
He pulls out a platinum guitar. <laughs> the devil went down to George and played a guitar. <laughs> he was looking for a soul. <laughs> yeah, I, I really play people in the prog rock community. <laughs> a member of Asia, I have his soul. <laughs> Is this Georgia or Seattle? I feel like. <laughs> Osmodius went down to Seattle. Yeah. He was looking for a synthwave artist to steal. Beautiful. You guys never heard that song? It's big in another realm. Not a problem. Oh, God damn it. All right, well, this is mainly more of a meet and greet. Just wanted to uh, demonstrate my power to, uh, to TV, or should I say Mr. Blancake here. You look much better now. I will hope to gain the rest of your souls shortly. Here are two coins. And he flips two coins, one to Blanche and one to Kevin. Hmm. Well, thank you. The one flipped to Blanche, you notice there is, it is a black obsidian coin, and it has runes all along the edges and a perfect likeness, coin likeness of Gertrude on it. Kevin, you have the same thing, but instead of Gertrude's head, it is Lothario's face. Mm. Oh, another one for my collection. I got a Gertie Cohen. So, with. <laughs> are those are your friends' souls. Um, well, I gotta get back to the Blood War. Um, I like to meet all the new employees. You know, just to let them know, hey, you're on the team. Um, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry if you guys thought there was a fight here. No, these devils are, uh, they look intimidating. Just don't, don't mess with them. They'll eat your face. But, uh, no, no, we're all on the same team. No, but really, they will eat your face. And uh, uh, we encourage that here in hell. Uh, backstab away, please. We encourage backstabbing. All right. Well, uh, I got my, I'm already late for my nine o'clock. God damn it. <laughs> and he snaps his fingers and disappears. Good luck in the blood war. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, you guys find yourselves back in Blanche Poobell's hut. Oh, we're back home. The mansion is gone, Whew. and you smell of brimstone. There is a mark on the ground in the calzone. What was it? Hovel. The calzone hovel uh, <laughs> has a burnt spot in the carpets where you guys have. Oh shit! This one was carpeted. That's nice. Into fire existence. Well, this is this is the area. Uh, the, this carpet is uh, is grown over with like algae, <laughs> and it's waterlogged in certain areas. It is certainly um, the swamp has claimed certain parts of this calzone hovel. <laughs> it does not sound up to code. That's actually how they <laughs> built it. They built it to be. <laughs> it's brand new building. That's how they that's built how it, it to fail the inspection. Nice. This is actually fantasy Florida code. This is an A plus <laughs> from the <laughs> fantasy. Florida it's, building inspector. They didn't have the algae it, growing in the floor at first, and they're like, what are you doing without no algae in this carpet? That's a safety hazard right there. How are you supposed to slip all the way across the floor without it? Yeah. Cut back to the inspection. There's a gator in the corner. Oh, you got a protection gator like that, chick. <laughs> all right, move on to the next one. How many firearms you got? We were the prototype for the, the future rainforest cafes that were made. <laughs> 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 But just, only alligators. <laughs> I want to create this environment, but where, one where I don't feel like I'm going to be stabbed. <laughs> to Vegas. We singed the floor. So do I know, uh, because of my dark, arcane wizardry powers, my, my witchy ways as a witchy woman, do I know what to do with said coin? Tifi and Blanche, go ahead and roll me a 
Arcana check. Okay. Kay. I switched my race back to High Elf. <coughs> well, to High Elf for the first time, but you get it. It looks like I rolled a six in Arcana. <laughs> oh, I can't possibly roll, roll that low. You can't roll a six. You rolled an 18. <laughs> yeah. That's by rolling a five. I got an 18. I got a plus 13 in Arcana. I have a plus one, which makes no sense since I'm a level 11 witch. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a good witch. No one said you're a good witch. I'm a sorcerer that sucks at sorcery. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? I'm a bad witch. <laughs> Arcana might just be the book learning part of being a witch. Maybe like you're all you're down for the potion making. You're down read. for. She was homeschooled. I do mostly Scrapple related magics. So you're Neville Longbottom, okay? If a magic book has a lot of pictures, you can pick it up pretty quick. <laughs> but otherwise. Well, I, I'm a sorcerer with a, a 13 intelligence, so I'm dumb as shit, really. Uh, yes. But I have you're, high you're, charisma. 13's not I have terrible. a 19 yeah. in charisma, so I can intimidate my daughter. Sorcerers tend to have their magic uh, not because they're smart or good students or something. They tend to have their magic just naturally, by uh, mm -hmm. it's in their blood. I'm naturally bad huh? at Arcana. <laughs> Arcana, you usually have to work for. That's like that's like how good you are at studying. I think I should just flip this coin. I don't know what else to do with it. Tifi, on the other hand, or Chet, is a master of studying. And with his 18, he knows that this is uh, a soul coin. This basically is a portal. Oh, it will take... can Tifi say, uh, Mr. Hand, if I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it Arcana? God. <laughs> <laughs> There are crickets in hell, right? <laughs> Joe would kill you for that. If Joe was here, you'd be dead now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, the fact that Sarah hated that makes it all worth it. <laughs> I'm disgusted with impression. <laughs> These are oftentimes used in hell as a marker. Uh, now, hell with its countless denizens over the many dimensions in the many realms it can be hard to find one individual soul, but with these coins, you can find any lost soul for any reason. Oh, um, by the way, um, since this is an old calzone hovel uh, that's been re refurbished, I'm assuming- It's not that old. Well, I'm assuming there's still a tabletop Ms. Pac-Man in the corner. And of course. Kevin is trying to put his coin into that to, to get a game going. Wait, which coin do you have again? It's like three times too large for this slot. It's like, it does not measure up at all. Just roll me a luck check. We're going to see how well this coin oh my fits God. in. Low, oh, by the way, a low roll means Lothario's coin goes into the machine. <laughs> and it's just Lothario on the Pac-Man screen like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm as you have to beat 81. A 35. Oh, I got 81. Uh, yeah, Kevin, as try as hard as you might, uh, this coin simply will not fit into this Pac-Man machine. Who, who's got the other coin? I do. So can I? When I observe him doing that, <laughs> I want to say, Blanche, can I borrow your coin? Oh, nope, nope. Yes, should we? <laughs> shall we play against Wait, each other? Wait, nope. That's a, Those are soul coins. Here, take um, my we... coin. Let me get us a couple of fountain drinks. Blanche, no, that's how we get Gertrude back. Stop it. By beating the game. Yes, I'm very good at this one. No. I don't know what to do with my coin. I rolled a six, so as far as I know, I should put this into the Gallagher. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Gallagher. a Zoltar, please. <laughs> I also have a very, I'm very proud 
of my golf game. I have that old game. Uh, what's the one where you... Oh, golden, golden tea. tea. Golden tea. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody up for some golden tea? I'll grab us some Coke Zeros. Yes, I have Coke Zero. I told you it's a brand new hovel. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Coke Zero. That's one of those machines where you can make it a uh, cherry if you want. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just Coke. I just lied, but it's all right. <laughs> Wow, this tastes so remarkably like regular Coke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TV, you know that if you any the these are very prized things in hell. Uh, usually, they are bargaining chips for moving up and down the ranks. Um, but once you have somebody's soul coin, you can release that person from hell. That is not something your average devil would ever do. Now, with this coin, you would just be taken to that person in hell. And you could then, with that coin, teleport back. That's how it would work. So, so that's a no on the Ms. Pac-Man then. Okay. <laughs> yes, we, we need these coins. I mean, Lothario la- lost me a little bit at the end there, but I need to save Gertrude. Yes, we have to save my Gertie. How do we do it? Uh, I, I just want to make sure everyone is aware that they're in hell uh, uh, because of TV, yes? It, it was not my fault? Okay, as long as we're on the same page. <laughs> Blanche, you're probably just hearing about this now. <laughs> Wait, why? Why is she in hell? Well, who? What did you do? I I made a bad choice. Oh, it was a terrible. It choice. was a complicated situation. I tried to swap souls to get her soul back, and it backfired. And and it's it was just a mistake. But she killed herself with crickets to begin with. <laughs> she is. She is... She's something, Blanche. What'd you do to... What, I mean, Loretta turned out fine. Don't blame me for your bad parenting. You abandoned us. She needed her father. It was... It... <sighs> Here's your Coke Zero. <laughs> it may seem sweet. It's mostly foam. You always know how to fluster me, and you always know how to calm me down. Ah, it's good to be with you again. Let's let's just focus on the mission at hand. Let's retrieve our really awful dog. She needs help, Blanche. Yes. A lot. I'll tell you what, let's get some food for the road. Now, I've got one of those foil bags that keep the calzones warm for delivery. <laughs> so I'll load us up. Who, uh, what kind of calzone do you want, Catman? Oh, I would love a calzone. Thank you so much. What's your favorite flavor? There's different flavors. Interesting. We have every kind of calzone. It's a magic hovel. <laughs> this place is awesome. I'll try them all. I can fit three three calzones in this bag. I'll I'll randomize. All right. <laughs> now, uh, Cheddar, I think we're ready. We've got all our supplies and all our weapons. Let's, uh... Let's go save Gertie. Are you pronouncing an H in weapons? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he cool whipped us. <laughs> weapons. <laughs> weapons. Weapons. <laughs> We're just say that uh, you guys are ready to go the first time to go rescue Gertrude from hell. Then Kevin speaks up. I would like some calzones. <laughs> so you guys stop. You guys spend an hour. You know, she makes it from scratch in her handmade recipe. Hold on. I've got to knead the dough. <laughs> Let me make you fresh dough, Catman. You can't have 
<laughs> an old calzone. Gertrude's sitting somewhere in hell like, I can't I can't help but have this feeling that someone's supposed to come save me. But yet again, they're getting distracted by stupid things because at the end of the day, they really don't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. This, I love that this is the third time Gertrude's being saved. Yeah, and you guys are getting distracted by other things again. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this time it's calzones. Yeah. But also, I'm like, Valid put reason. some music on the jukebox while I need this dough. Kevin, use your coin. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Roll me a luck check to see if it fits Kevin, in the uh, jukebox. C17 oh, on the jukebox. Nice. What song are you requesting? Uh, 61. Nope. Uh, it doesn't fit. Darn it. It does. It, it's a little closer, but it's just not the right size coin. Good try. As much as I want it to go in that goddamn machine. <laughs> if it if it was a Lothario coin, it would have been that um, I'm too sexy <laughs> song. <laughs> That's Lothario's theme song. Who did that song? Is it like uh, Right Said Fred? Right Said Fred, Fred yeah. <laughs> One Hit Wonders. You know what? We actually have, more. Uh, I think, a few more uses of Pony. You want to just blow a goose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yes, if your coin doesn't work, I forgot to mention there is one song that's free on that jukebox. It's called Pony! <laughs> C17, hit it! And then I start kneading the dough. Oh, God, this is great. This brings back memories. <laughs> I'm just a calzone. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> they were ready to leave, but after making the calzones from scratch, and then they were all sleepy and had naps after their calzones. So uh, a few hours later, they were ready to go. They won't be as good if we take them in this foil bag. Let's just eat them now and then sleep. <laughs> Let's start early in the morning. <laughs> Everybody knows you can't go on a soul-saving search until 30 minutes after you eat. <laughs> oh, my God. So much of Gertrude's personality and the way she turned out coming into picture just through Blanche and her actions alone. <laughs> well, you know, you know, um, you, you know you, maybe you're right. Maybe it's good that she, she learns a little bit about, you know, her, her actions and consequences. That's what my daughter needs to learn. There's a, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I love it when you're disciplinary. <laughs> How do you like your calzone? By the way, they're all filled with scrapple. That's all I have. But you did say you had m magical every flit, but okay. You must have forgot, Chet. I'm a liar. And she runs away crying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Damien. <laughs> and we're going she to fade out there. <laughs> In that dramatic exit. Okay, good. Get me out of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love that. I love that all of you will yes and each other into the grave. It is. That is, that is, a, that is a beautiful thing on a podcast. Dave started it, but. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to cut there. We fade out there and we cut to Gertrude. Gertrude 
Three weeks later. (laughs) (laughs) You are sitting in a chair. You are surrounded uh, by, uh, in this uh, horrific gothic cell, there's uh, brimstone and lava like pouring from fountains along the walls. The heat is unbearable in this room. There's an iron grate beneath you where lava flows about 10 feet below you. The chair you're on has spikes. There's even these uh, motorized hot pokers that will poke you in your back with red hot uh, metal pokers. Please tell me she lights a cigarette off one of those. This sounds like the worst spa I've ever been to. (laughs) Time slows down to one one hundredth of its normal that you're used to uh, in the material plane here, Gertrude. So you've had a lot of time to get used to this treatment you hear a familiar set of footprints walking down the hall. Eventually, the door opens, and you see Hector Ramos. Will Hector please say, when there was only one set of footsteps, that was when I carried you. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Gertrude. Great to see you. (laughs) Before you stands an eight-foot-tall tiefling. His horns have been filed down. He has a bald head. He has a Vincent Price-esque goatee and a dashing red satin suit and white gloves. Gertrude, I hope you didn't get too much sleep. We'd hate to have you rested for today's festivities. I got my normal two hours that I usually get, so I'm feeling fine. Oh, that's unfortunate. We'll have to adjust with the chair settings off so that you can no longer enjoy that two hours of sleep. There, Gertrude. No, really, there's nothing I can get you. Uh, you know, a more comfortable chair would be nice, but uh, (laughs) beggars can't be choosers. Oh, a hot glass of lava, perhaps? You look parched. Eh, you know, not looking to burn my esophagus today. Learned that one a couple weeks ago. No, not to make that mistake again. Well, if you'd like a cactus suppository or perhaps uh, uh, red hot coals in your shoes, please let me know. I'd be happy to do anything. Yeah, I think uh, anything I'm going to ask for nothing from you. She hears her mother's voice like in a Disney movie whisper like, ask for a calzone. <laughs> Fine. We'll save that feces calzone for lunch. <laughs> Let's resume with the treatment, shall we? And he presses a button and the room goes dark. You can still feel the chair poking you, but you see the same image. You see, you see the same thing you see every day. You know what's exactly about to happen, Gertrude. The tortures in hell are many layered. There is the physical tortures you are currently encountering, but every day you have to walk past your biggest failures. You have to be shown and rubbed. The list of your puns. (laughs) (laughs) Never ends. (laughs) Showing you the moments that you're most ashamed of. Right, the puns. Hector Ramos stands around, uh, walk, you see him walk in front of you. What memory shall we go to today? Let's see, let's see. Oh, I like this one. As he's scrolling through a little file. Oh, this one's from the early years. And he walks over to a, uh, a hellish jukebox and hits A9. You are in the Feywild. It is shortly after your family moved there. You are 
arguing with your mom, you see a slightly younger Blanche, and you see a Gertrude who looks roughly 13, maybe 12 in human years or elven years, which might translate to 60 in elven years. <laughs> but you see a young Gertrude. She is having a drag out fight with her mom. Gertrude was just caught stealing. I can't believe you've been stealing again, my Gertie. What is wrong with you, girl? I learned it from you, mother. Who would you expect? I've seen you do it forever. I never steal. Oh, I thought she was getting yelled at for being caught stealing. I only lie. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, time out. Yeah. If I'm a teenager, I probably don't have my smoke-ridden voice yet. Not quite yet. Ooh. Or do you? I learned it from well, you, Mom. What did you expect, okay? If you can't handle me, then you don't know. And I'm just, you know what? Fine, I'll go live on my own. I can handle it. You want to see me? You can see me down at the local dumpster because that's where I'm going to live because this is a piece of crap anyway. <laughs> no, goody, no. Oh, I forgot what a lovely voice you used to have. Is that calzone ready yet? <laughs> I can't believe you were caught stealing, Gertie. How many times have I told you to cover your tracks? You've got to wear gloves and a mask, Gertie. Why? Well, maybe I'm just not meant to be like you, Mom. Maybe I'm supposed to have my own path or... I don't know, okay? Maybe maybe this isn't the life for me. Maybe, maybe I'm just different from this family. No, Gertie, you're no different than the rest of us. You just got to stop stealing and smoking. I told you what it would do to your voice long term. <laughs> It hasn't done anything. I'm not going to listen to you, mother. You don't know anything. You're stupid. Look, no one around you will stay. Why should I listen to you? Dad just walks out on you. I don't I don't need you in my life. That's a terrible thing to say, Gertie. One day you'll regret it when you need me to save you from hell, but that might be foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you could ever help me because I'm already in hell. Touche. <laughs> and she storms out. Fair enough. Giving her mom the middle finger. <laughs> Fuck you, Blanche. You win this round. And Gertrude runs through the swamp. It's me, cold in the swamp. I'm just a bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> so Gertrude runs out of her home in the Fey Swamp. Gertrude, you are watching this same scene play out that you've seen a thousand times before. But something different happens this time. You notice a portal, a fiery portal open up in the middle of the face swamp and out pops Blanche, Kevin, and most surprisingly of all, a figure that hits you in, in a place in your heart that you thought long dead. You see your father, Chet Blanket. It feels like the prestigious and bookish looking elf you see in front of you, it just punched you in the heart. <laughs> but you also feel hot pokers in your back. I think I've been here a little too long because I don't remember it going down like that. Oh, yes, this is, this is awkward indeed. Let me check something. Oh, it appears your time here is almost at an end. Oh, I miss our time together, Gertrude. I had so many plans over our eternity. All right, well, um, as soon as they come and get you, you're free to go. But until then, you remain mine. Wait, like those people are actually coming to get me right now? Yes, yes. Gertrude, for the first time in a bit, you feel some hope welling up within you. You have been miserable for a very long time, in agony. 
Um, hey, did you put something on these pokers? Because I just, uh, I feel different right now, and I really don't know what this feeling is inside me. Um, it kind of feels like a knot, but maybe I just need to poop. I don't know. Something's different. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, those feces calzones go right through you. I'm sure you have. Just go in the chair. We don't wipe. We don't clean you. You're just doing it. Go and after that, and that on that lovely description of Gertrude's current condition, uh, we go back to young Gertrude running through the swamp. She runs. Uh, you guys are. You guys don't even have to run. Uh, the party just levitating right behind her, like a third-person perspective in a video game. She cannot see. This young Gertrude runs until she stumbles upon a badass group of fairies. There are three fairies they're on little harleys that uh, seem to fly they have uh, biker jackets they kind of look like the lady fairy version of the bros of anarchy that you ran into earlier but they have different cuts in fact if you look at the cuts you notice that it says the pixie chicks (laughs) (laughs) props to sarah lee that was her joke that's great thank you thank you they're very great group of girls, but every now and again they go off on a political rant, and then people kind of feel a little uneasy about them. <laughs> yeah, uh, Blanche, you uh, remember that, uh, whether you uh, you remember their stand against the, the war a while ago, and uh, you remember that uh, the Pixie Chicks lost some fans. Oh, yes, I call them Hanawar Janes. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of, of comments. So. How many Dixie Chicks are there? I don't know. There are three. They are a famous biker gang slash bluegrass country music group in the Feywild. I like that a gang is comprised of three people. (laughs) That's all they need. That's how badass they are. As you come up to them, they are smoking. Whoa, whoa, who's this kid here? What are you doing here, kid? I just, um, nothing. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to come up on your territory or anything. I just like, I I just had a fight with my mom and I just, I just need somewhere to go tonight. Oh yeah, I got a fight with my mom too. Tell you what. One of the pixie chick flying behind her reaches into her bag and tosses you a beer that grows in size to a full-sized beer as she throws it and it reaches full size in your hand. (laughs) There you go. On me. Oh, that's. That's really nice of you. I, I've never had one that's cold before. This, this <laughs> seems like such a luxury. <laughs> and with that, young Gertrude does what she's done a thousand times in her home, just as her mom taught her. She shotguns the beer in front of the pixie chicks. And we're watching this whole scene go down? Yes. We always drank warm beer at home. <laughs> I grew up British. I heard it was classier. She told me she liked it warm. Oh, no. Can we change yes. the channel? I feel like I've seen this one before. Wow. That was incredibly impressive. <laughs> Throw her another one. And you are thrown two more beers, and Gertrude, just as she did in her memory, shotguns two more. Shit, you want to you smoke, too? Um, my mom always told me not to. I've, I've really just maintained the drinking until now. Let me tell you some advice my mom told me. Moms are just for stabbing, because they just give you bad advice, get in your way, and occasionally try to sleep with your boyfriend. Here, have a menthol. And she offers you your first menthol cigarette. Okay, thanks. Young Gertrude lights it up and has this, like, 
first inhale drag, which is one of those psychedelic movie moments where it just zooms in on her pupil and as it like opens up and just all the sounds and music of like, wow, that was amazing. Watching all of this, uh, Tifi slash Chet, just he, he's watching her interaction with the fairies and Meanwhile, even though it's uh, Blanche that taught her how to shotgun and everything, he's like, it's it's all my fault. I never should have encouraged her love of fairies. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. Guess what? You just became an honorary pixie chick. You're now a pledge. You're an initiate to the pixie chicks from now on. Yeah. Ow. And, and that's right. You're an official fairy. And don't let anybody tell you different. You're a fairy now. Well, thank you, ladies. Chet, we should have been more prejudiced. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was encouraging, like, a cute little childhood hobby, not a, a future into a get... This is... Ah, this really is hell. <laughs> and as you're saying this, as you guys are having this talk, it flashes forward through this scene and you see... Gertrude now she's wearing a pixie chicks cut at 13 she cut to cut to several screaming matches she's having with her mom and this is all just happening as a montage till finally it cuts to Gertrude and the pixie chicks in front of a liquor store the pixie chicks have a clerk down on his knees and they have their switchblades out that's right if you tell anybody they were robbed we'll come back and we'll cut your throat you understand so Kevin has uh, somehow gotten hold of a uh, bucket of popcorn while he's watching this. <laughs> oh, this is an amazing character arc. Actually, <laughs> in the background, you see Kevin also in the scene that he he happened to have been there at that convenience store and just didn't notice anything because he, like, he was too busy walks eating popcorn. In the door, sees what's going on, just says, "I'll take this to go," and grabs chips and just slowly backs out. <laughs> Now, the way I had this set up is that each of these little scenes we're gonna go through, there is going to be a decision. Now, there is a way that it played out and it was not good. It is something Gertrude is ashamed of. You guys have the chance to try to positively affect Gertrude's decision. You have to tell me what you're gonna try to get her to do and how you're gonna do it. And I'll tell you to roll and you would have a chance to hopefully help fix some of Gertrude's mental wounds. Okay. Help her cope with some of these things. Okay. We'll do some retroactive parenting. Kevin, offer her some popcorn. Kevin's like cheering like he's watching a game show. Yes. <laughs> Where did that cat man get that Michael Jackson jacket from? <laughs> Gertrude, you gotta do something really badass if you wanna finally wanna be one of the pixie chicks. You gotta show that you're hardcore enough. If you wanna roll with Natalie, Marty and Emily, the pixie chicks. You gotta prove that you're hardcore. Hey, I got a question. We need you to do something radical and illegal in this store. Does uh, does she have a jelly hand right now? She does not. I forget how that went. Okay. Hands are intact. How did this memory go initially? You're talking to Gertrude. Um, I'm talking to Sarah Lee. How, how did this happen? I put my cigarette out on his eye. His eyeball. Now, the way this normally played out is Gertrude takes her cigarette and puts it out on this elderly elven man's eye, permanently blinding him or blinding him until a restoration spell. Can uh, when, when they said she got to do some badass, can Kevin just yell, go in there with no shoes. They hate that. <laughs> 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 so here we are in this moment. Time seems to freeze. 
she has this decision. Gertrude, you sitting in the chair know that this was the first moment you felt like a bad person. You never felt evil. You never felt that you were somebody beyond redemption. But but that moment that you that you heard that sizzle against that elderly elven man's eye really stuck with you. What does Gertrude's family do? So are we able to affect this scene or communicate with her in any way? Yes. She can hear you, but like in the way that you come off as a conscience. Got you. Yo, you're my Jiminy Cricket. Chet. Yeah, you guys are her Jiminy Cricket. Chet, let's get on either side of either shoulder of hers. <laughs> Kevin's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Do both eyes. You missed one eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we try to, I try to whisper in her ear as her conscience that, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes it seems like you're doing the right thing, but later you're going to regret it forever and you can permanently, uh, permanently change your life. You should put the cigarette out on his cheek. It's not, it will permanently blinding an elf is bad news. I'm the voice of your conscience, Jiminy Cricket. Getting his family feud vibe on, and he hears uh, Blanche that. He's like, "Good answer, good answer." <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check, uh, TV. If you're doing anything, do it. Um, Blanche, n- don't listen to your mother. L- listen, do the trick that Daddy taught you. Remember, Where you can p- put the ma- match out in your mouth without even getting getting burned. How bad is that? Use magic. Pretend magic. That's that's so badass. No, do the cheek thing. I'm trying to appeal to Sarah Lee Steiner at the same time. That's... I know. I was just like, ooh, that hit right at my heart. That was good, Clint. I, I roll a 14 for perception. Uh, persuasion, excuse me. Clint, roll a persuasion check. Kevin, are you doing anything? I'm just cheering. Okay, this is going to be great because my persuasion is do, zero. Do the cheek thing. <laughs> By the way, it was established as canon on the Halloween episode, Gertrude, that as part of a curse, you are terrified of cats. Oh, God. Okay. This is your first time, and to include Kevin. Okay. Looking at Kevin causes fear. He, you, she can't see him, though, right? He can just... Gertrude sitting in the chair can see him. Oh, okay. Gertrude, little Gertrude cannot. But Gertrude sitting in the chair is my friend Gertrude. Like, she's Correct. been on adventures with me. Correct. Okay. But no, but I mean, now she... Until she has it fixed, it's, you can remove the curse. I'm still scared of you. Canonically, she is afraid of you. I mean, you should be. She's the only sane one here. (laughs) Wild card, bitch. (laughs) My modifier is a zero, so I rolled a 12. Ooh, I was more persuasive. (laughs) Young Gertrude stops herself, and she almost hears her mother's words. It bothers young Gertrude a little bit, but she hears her mother's word. (laughs) Just put it out on his cheek. Elves hate that. <laughs> and she does just that. Uh, it leaves a little bit of a mark, but one that, but Gertrude, you're fairly certain that it won't scar. And there's always healing magics. The rest of the pixie chicks are like, oh, come on. That's not that badass. Oh, well, you're lucky we like you. Get over here, Gertrude. Come on. We see Gertrude in the chair. That wasn't supposed to happen. Oh, I think your friends are having a positive influence on you. That's unfortunate. We don't tend to like that here. For the first time since you've been in hell, you feel tears of not pain welling up in your eyes. This is a... You feel like a giant weight was released from your shoulders. 
like you were able to go back in time and fix something. Is it? Is it? Is it raining in here? What's this? What? Oh, I'm crying. I didn't know I could do that. Oh, this is weird. What do you mean? I've been making you cry regularly. <laughs> yeah, but this is different tears. The other ones were because I hated being here. This is like a, a like a happy tear. I don't know what's happening. Oh, you're just rubbing it in now. Let's try a different memory. Let's see. I've always liked this one. Oh, you remember your marriage with Trucker. <laughs> this should be fun. Oh, God. You cut to a slightly older Gertrude, but still one younger than the one you remember. Her, she and Trucker, the husband that she killed, jump out of a portal from the Feywild. You are there standing in the material plane, not too far from Duke's court, actually. We did it. Oh, Loretta's sure going to be mad, but I don't regret marrying you for one second, Gertie. Neither do I. This is going to be so much fun. Oh, listen, and you know what? I think we work. I feel clean. I can be clean for both of us. I like that. You know, like, the, you know, our marriage. Just don't say ass. If we're going to build that family. <laughs> if we're going to build that family. I know. One of us got to be the clean ones. You can go ahead and party all you want. I'm just happy to be right by your side. I got a good job and everything. I think we just take turns, you know? Like, I'd be clean on every other weekend, and then on the other days, it's you. Oh, Gertrude, you come on. Trusting you to be clean? Marriage is about sharing. Kevin yells, next. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it cuts to that. That scene stops, and <laughs> and you see a flash forward. It cuts to the next scene. I, I, ju- I just, I don't think sobriety is worth it anymore. I just, I think you're being a little bitch because you won't drink with me. And I think you should chug this if you're going to prove you're not a bitch. I, no, I, I, since I, I, that's the thing, I just stopped drinking and everything, Gertrude. You know, I finally was able to get a trucking job here, you know. <laughs> I was a trucker. I was named Trucker and I couldn't truck. Because I... Little bitch, only bitches drive trucks. Because I drank so much, and I got a good job and everything. You know, I just seemed like a bad bad idea, you know? Oh, you know, like, oh, so are you saying I'm a bad idea? Is that what you're saying? Because you chose this, and isn't this what you wanted to be with? Oh, no. Forever, you were to take me for better or for worser, and this is it. Let's join on in. Well, I did trade in one addiction, alcohol, in for another one, you. So, why not trade back? Give me that beer. Listen, listen, I'm just gonna put my, I'm just gonna put my arm around your head, and I'm gonna hold open your mouth, and just pour this in. Easy does it. Oh, well, uh, I do, you do look like you're having fun, raging, partying, all that. I saw you do some cocaine, I was like, man, that used to be me. I, now I'm old and I'm lame and I have a job. Give me that cocaine and give me that beer. <laughs> Finally, that's the man I married. And we flash forward a few more months. You guys are being kicked out of your apartment outside of Duke's court. Okay, okay, I lost my trucking job. My, my third my third carriage DUI. Okay, there's there nobody to hire me no more. Well, it's your fault we're getting kicked out of the apartment. You didn't have to start a meth lab in there. 
You know, you could have done that somewhere else. That was frankly just irresponsible. <laughs> you said you wanted to be the father of my children. How the hell are we going to do that when we're homeless and you're hooked on meth? And now both of us are hooked on meth. I gotta say, I'm really happy with the 60 pounds I've lost, but this is not sustainable. It cuts to a series of vignettes where Gertrude is yelling at Trucker. And eventually, in each of these scenes, Trucker is more and more drunk until eventually it is Trucker who is yelling at Gertrude. And as it's flashing forward through time, cuts through scenes where Trucker has a violent arm on Gertrude's arm and they both tussle. Cuts to the Duke's court police showing up and both of them have bruises for having a, a regular, let's call it a Florida Saturday night. <laughs> Hmm. at their house. Finally, one day, Gertrude, a crow, brings her a note, and turns out she's been accepted into the Duke's Court Mobile Carriage Beauty School. She's going to get an education. Gertrude's getting into beauty school. I've got my 30-day chip. I've got my beauty school acceptance. This is it. This is where I'm going to turn my life around. I'm starting over, and I'm going to be a good wife, and I'm going to become a mother, and... Things are gonna be awesome from here on out. You are excited to tell the news to Trucker, but Trucker is very upset. I'm the breadwinner here. You ain't gonna go to no, be no fancy white collar beautician. Oh, hell no. That job's too fancy for you. Look at you dumb anyway. Look at how dumb you are. You think you can hold down a job like that? This could help both of us. You wouldn't have to be the only breadwinner anymore. I could bring in something to this house. I could be a contributing member. Wouldn't you want to raise a child who knows how a mom can work and maintain a job while also being a mother? I think that's impressive. That's something to look up to. You don't think I could do this? You just see a bunch of fighting. Eventually, Gertrude tries to leave and... Gertrude doesn't see what happens, but she wakes up in a typical cartoon with bandages on her head, <laughs> with Trucker apologizing over and over again. I swear, I'm sorry. I won't do it no more. I swear to listen to you. You just, you just gotta listen to me. When I start, you, you, you gotta. You, this is your fault. And Gertrude gets to plotting that day. No man does this to the daughter of Blanche Poobel. There was, there was something I learned during my time with the pixie chicks and that when a man treats a woman bad you have to do something about it and i believe they refer to this as earl has to die all right now cut to gertrude is standing she's in front of the peanut butter which is forbidden in this house time seems to slow down now gertrude this would be the first time you actually killed I'm on her shoulder as her conscience, if I can, on one, and, you know, Tiffy's on the <laughs> on the other shoulder, right? And, uh, Gertie, Gertie, no, you're making a huge mistake. Don't be stupid. You've got to use the smooth peanut butter. You'll get caught if you use the chunky. He'll realize it's peanuts butter. How many times have I told you not to get caught? And then I roll my persuasion <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 20, baby. <laughs> 20? Ooh. All right, Chet, that's what you're up against. So is that maybe canon that she used chunky peanut butter and got and got caught and sentenced to murder because of it? We'll say that she used uh, chunky peanut butter, and because she used chunky peanut butter, he was coughing way too much and way too loudly so that as she was giving her speech to him while he was dying, he couldn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what her main regret. She has so much anger in her because she never got to tell this motherfucker off. Use the smooth, Kenny. 
Chet, do you do anything? Gertrude, um, yes, kill him. Kill, fuck that guy, actually. No one hits my Gertrude. This is bullshit. I am... <laughs> Be the true Gertrude you are. You're relying on poison? Come on. You can do better than that. Just, just fight him. You can take him. Stab his ass. <laughs> I love it. Roll me a persuasion check. You gotta beat a natural 20. <laughs> not a natural no, that's 20. A no, it was 20. a dirty 20, actually, guys. I had a plus four in persuasion. He's still not gonna beat still it. Still impressive. He's not gonna beat it, though. <laughs> he did no, not. No. I rolled a, uh, I rolled a 13. That's a pretty decent roll for no modifier. But, yeah, uh, uh, rolls a 13. Right, Gertrude reaches for the peanut butter. She's going to do it. She's thought about it for a while, but... <laughs> She always thought she'd kill somebody, but one of her husbands? No, this guy deserves it. And she reaches for the peanut butter. She looks at the knives, which are next to the peanut butter at the store. It's like, Ugh. Interesting placement. <laughs> <laughs> An Earl had to die. Na, 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 na. You guys know that song, right? Is that me, love? No, it's a Dixie no, Chicks the, song. That's the, that's the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> she can hear Natalie... Marty and Emily right behind her, singing, encouraging her. Normally, she grabs the chunky peanut butter. Well, can we say time. she can't afford the smooth, so let's have like a 20-minute segment of her picking the chunks out of the chunky peanut butter? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes. I like that better, so she oh, makes God. her own smooth <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> great. The, the food stamps only allow for the chunky uh. one. That scene doesn't add to the story <laughs> in any way, but it causes a chuckle. And that's the awful Absolutely. neutral difference. Roll for picking out the nuts. <laughs> Man, I didn't have my nut modifier. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Where normally Gertrude would be frustrated trying to scream over a choking trucker. Tales old time. <laughs> this time, Trucker is silent, and as he clutches his throat and stares up at Gertrude and shakes his head and quakes in fear to each of her threats, Gertrude has gotten the emotional release that she craved from this murder for so long. Gertrude, do you feel like you finally got that fuck you on a boss that deserved it? Nice. But you know, instead it's a husband who beats you, so it's actually worse and better. This is somehow the darkest and the funniest episode we've done in a while. <laughs> Over the phone, Sarah Lee talked like, how do we not make this scene super dark? My mind naturally went to a terrible place. <laughs> yeah, hopefully the audience was just a little uncomfortable listening to that. Not really fucking uncomfortable. Dude, honestly, when, when you said she woke up with bandages, I was like, do we need a trigger warning on the front of this episode? Yeah. But I had a fun resolution. Yeah. yeah, he anyway. died. <laughs> <laughs> he died. By the way, that was we have a uh, trigger warning GIF. in this episode, but it's for like legitimate good causes. And and that was Jif peanut butter. If Jif is listening and they want to sponsor us, mm -hmm. uh, we used Jif. Jif for murder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got Peter Pan on the other line. You think we're fucking around, Jif? <laughs> Kill your husbands in a Jif. Yeah, there you go. Oh, they're getting closer. Well, they're not to you yet. Our time goes ever short, Gertrude. Not a fan. Two stars would not recommend. Not a fan. <laughs> well, tell you what. How about for our third memory? We'll choose the one that I know you are most ashamed of. One that you wish nobody found out. 
I hear you tell people that you escaped from Folksome Prison. <laughs> Let's see what really happened, shall we? I was really hoping the member would be her enrolling in magician school. <laughs> All right. I needed a trigger warning for that joke because that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> Just, I thought you were my friend, Dave. <laughs> He has not shown you any kindness on this show. Why would you think that? <laughs> because I don't know what true friendship is. <laughs> Dave, picking on the autistic member of the show because she doesn't know what yeah. an enemy is. Yeah. Oh, wait, she's the autistic one? Okay. Oh, God. It's called spectrum disorder, and we're all on it. There, there, Clint. You're both autistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be autistic. And Clint didn't realize it, but he was being the most autistic one of all. (laughs) (laughs) His spectrum grew three sizes that day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't cut that now. (laughs) I'm sorry for all the atypicals. It's going to be a lot of trigger warnings on this one. (laughs) Gertrude, you have just been sentenced. You are in Folksome Prison for the first time. You are in the lunch line. (laughs) And while in the lunch line, a group of really tough orc, troll, human gang approaches you. We're gonna cut you in line. Any problem with that? Yeah, um, I'm really hungry and I wanna eat now. (laughs) Uh, well, all your food's gonna be ours anyway, so don't worry about that. You're gonna stay hungry. You got a problem with that? Yeah, I I kinda do. They start inching up on you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Those criminals are actually the band members of Twisted Sister. They're promoting the new album, Stay Hungry. <laughs> well, what are you going to do about it? I am new here, and I understand we're going to have some differing opinions while I'm here and getting a- acquainted to everybody. Um, I understand you're going to take my food today. That's fine. Can you point me in the direction of the local Dixie Chicks gang, I'm sorry, the local Pixie Chicks gang within this lovely facility. Oh, you're a Pixie Chick? They're a rival gang from the Feywild. (laughs) Oh, we didn't know you was one of them. Does that help my argument or make it worse? (laughs) And the orc lady reaches her massive mitts around your arm and shatters your right arm in 20 different places. Uh, Your natural 20. Drug-addled bones were no match. Are Tiffy and I watching this scene happen? Yes. No, God, no! I'm trying to reach through the screen and affect She said it was from a bad tattoo. Huh. I don't know why she decided to lie about that. My poor beautiful arm. Maybe the story's not done. Gertrude, you wake up in the hospital. The infirmary. Oh, sorry. You wake up in the infirmary. And you see that your arm has been replaced with this really janky robotic construction. And this is when uh, Chet Blanket breaks down. No! My poor baby's arm! They're using the worst parts. It's, the craftsmanship is terrible! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's aluminum. My poor... My poor Gertie! Cut to you see a scene where you're befriending an ogre in the bed next to you. Her legs are damaged. She can't walk, but you're giving her smokes. You know, you're letting her have your ice cream. You're telling her jokes. You're doing her nails. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Time out. Her legs are broken. 
do I come in and go, Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. <laughs> oh, Gertrude. You, you have a new cellmate that's a cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. You've been the only bright spot in my time in the infirmary. I was hoping that would be Gertrude broke her legs and is now just being nice to her to make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it up to you, Gertrude. Tell you what, would you like to join our gang? Yeah, that'd be real nice. It'd be, I haven't really felt like I found my fitting in here, and it'd be nice to kind of feel a sense of family and camaraderie within this place. Well, we know you're a pixie chick, but I'll tell you what, the ogrettes would be happy to accept you as a charter member, just temporarily. I could vouch for you. You seem solid. I know you could paint some solid nails. Yeah, that's real sweet of you, Janice. <laughs> oh, and to tell you what, I'm going to go cripple those orcs that did this to you. How's that <laughs> sound? Ah, oh, you're amazing. Oh, that's great. First thing I do when I get out of here, I'm going to shatter their legs and stab them with a the toothbrush. Honestly, any guy would be lucky to have you, Janice. You're real sweetheart. Oh, my husband's coming for a conjugal visit next month. I'll introduce you. Well, that will be possible. <laughs> Stay away from him. Will do. Cuts to a montage. You see all the gang members who attacked Gertrude. You see them badly beaten. Some of them perhaps dead. You see Gertrude making friends with all the rest of the ogre gang, the ogrettes. She is by far the smallest member of this gang, but she finds the meaning of sisterhood. She's closer with them than she was with Loretta. We're all ways. different sizes, yet we have one pair of jail jumpsuits that seem to just fit all of us perfectly, and we share it. We pass it around. <laughs> the sisterhood of the traveling jumpsuit. <laughs> You guys make prison meth together in ovens. It's it's almost wholesome to watch what you guys do. It's a montage. <laughs> it's a prison montage. <laughs> Giggling in the basketball yard, and then they punch someone in the face. <laughs> There's a real orange is the new black sisterhood vibe to this montage that's happening. Until Making finally, a sandwich, she uses some of the jelly from her jelly hand, and they giggle again. <laughs> milk one of the fingers a little. <laughs> Because you're Gertrude and the way you live your life, you have continued to accrue years for bad behavior. <laughs> Stabbing somebody in the shower. Every time they tossed your room, they would find cartons upon cartons of menthol cigarettes. You've just been just racking up many years. The At this rate, you're never getting out of here. It might as well be a life sentence. Mm-hmm. And every time they find something in that time, I just giggle and look at the girls, part of the montage, and they go, oh, Gertrude. <laughs> Oh, Gertrude, you're going to die in here. <laughs> she doesn't have a cool prison nickname? Oh, little G, you're going to die in here. <laughs> little Smokey. Little Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can start a forest fire. <laughs> that is what Gertrude's tattoo says, the one that Gertrude says got infected. Now, it is a bad tattoo, and it probably has been infected, but <laughs> it says Little Smokey. <laughs> Unless Gertrude wants it to say something else. This nope, I love, your body. I love little Smokey and the forest fire of her life. Your body, your choice. Okay, so one day the ogrettes get ground you like, all right, we're a bunch of badass ladies and it's going to be years till we're all out of here and we got husbands to get home to. We got husbands and families and wives and whatnot to get home to. I have this plan. It's foolproof. We're going to exploit the cleaning system. It's never been done before in this world. In this world. 
There's a cleaning truck that goes out. We're gonna sneak out with the laundry. I've been planning it out for years and I didn't tell anybody. It's foolproof. I'm taking all of you with me. You're my sisters. It's real sweet of you, Janice. I think, you know, if anyone wants to lead us to success, it's you. Uh, but it's later tonight. I couldn't really risk any of you telling anybody, so just be ready. I'll be coming for you in your cells. I've been digging a tunnel. How will we know what's going to be the secret word? Am I going to hear like a caca or something like that? No, just when you see a rock and your cell open up, crawl through it. That actually was the signal when she yelled caca, everybody on the planet was like, what now? <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> they all start running. <laughs> everybody else's hole has been pre-dug. They're ogres. They're much bigger than you. I'm sorry. What, what about every... What about everyone's holes in here? Hey! Oh, we're less lady humor. We could be blue, because it's just us. <laughs> There's some holes in this house. Oh, God. Holes in this house. There's some, There's holes. some holes in this house. <laughs> and there's like the midnight janitor just humming as they mop the floor. <laughs> Uh, Gertrude, uh, the prison break goes as expected. You see all the ogrettes and Gertrude sneaking out. They're along the palisade of the prison. When they run into Alan Brickman, head of the guards and the warden. Oh, interesting to see all of you here. <laughs> oh, I hate when they add a new character to a successful series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so derivative. <laughs> You're out past curfew. <laughs> you are aware that no matter where you go, your prison sentences will follow you. You cannot Kevin evade. looks around real quick and says to the, the main devil, Is this my hell? <laughs> I hate this guy's voice. <laughs> Nobody else? Am I the only one who just hates this dude? <laughs> Gertrude, you're probably getting a little nervous because you know what happens and you can see your family can see this as well. I'm starting to hyperventilate a little bit. We would find you. You would be free from a short time before our mercenaries. In fact, the only chance any of you have with freedom was to do the purely brave thing and snitch on the others. So I'd like to congratulate the only member of your gang who will ever taste freedom. Gertrude, please step forward. <clears throat> hey, I, I thought we weren't going to do this like all public in front of everybody. <laughs> I thought this was going to be kind of like a, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod kind of thing. They put the spotlight on her and the Oscar music starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Gertrude in the chair, every time you see this memory, your heart just sinks. Guys, there was no real moment, I guess, to, to correct this action, but Blanche, you know that your daughter is a snitch. My God. Tiffy's like, good. He, she, she bargained her way for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's against the swamp code. Ah, oh, gosh, but at least she'll be free. Very tactical. I'm surprised. I didn't know you had it in you, Gertrude. I mean, I did, but... Is... If there's anything you'd like to say to Gertrude to make her feel better, roll me a persuasion check and say it. Okay. Ooh, tell her snitches get kisses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'll get on her shoulder and I'll say, normally I would be very disappointed, but you're my guardian. Snitches get kisses. <laughs> 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 and I, persuasion I check. I rolled an 11. 
Ah, get off your mom. Oh, God. All right, that does not, that, that roll fails to make Gertrude feel any better. <laughs> Just like always. Okay, uh, great. Gertrude, you made a good tactical decision. You were going to be stuck there forever. And if it weren't for that, we would never have been reunited. I rolled a nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these words, there are thoughts you can almost picture your dad t- uh, telling you logically why you shouldn't feel bad, Gertrude. You can picture your mom giving you kisses, telling you what a good girl you are. <laughs> but nothing makes you feel better about this is a moment where you violated your own code. It's that moment that always makes me want to puke. Can Kevin try to Can Kevin try to yeah. persuade him? Yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, he has pretty good charisma, too. Kevin gets on whatever shoulder was available that one of the parents stepped off mm-hmm. of. You you get right on top of her head. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. You're like, excuse Gertrude, me, pardon me. <laughs> Gertrude, you're freaking out watching this version of yourself with a cat on it. Oh, God, where did that come from? Oh. Yeah, Kevin just hops on her head and he looks down and he's like, honestly, who gives a shit about these people? Roll me a persuasion check. I, I love the idea of like, who gives a shit? They're criminals. <laughs> God damn it. Six. <laughs> he rolled a six. That's with a plus five? Yeah. That was a natural one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for a second, Gertrude, you think to yourself, fuck them. But then all the memories, you remember the montage of sisterhood and you start crying again. The jumpsuit. <laughs> Is jumpsuit and your rosebud? And with that... <laughs> And with that, the guards grab Gertrude. They throw her clothes at her that she arrived at the prison with. They throw her outside the prison gates. And she looks eerily similar to when Tifi and uh, Cabbage met her. She She's walking towards the road, hearing the sound of exploding apples. Yeah, you can hear haw dams in the distance. <laughs> But with that, it fades out, and you guys are now in the room with Gertrude and Hectoramus. Oh, 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 you've come to take her. All right, fine, she's yours. And he snaps his fingers. Are there, are there any after credits sequences? Oh, yes, uh, there's a delightful Ryan Reynolds' is Deadpool. Is it one? It's very, he breaks the fourth wall. Sir, can I just say how much I love your voice? <laughs> oh, I'm quite the fan of yours as well. I've got a coin for you here. I uh, I use the coin to release uh, Gertrude. Hopefully, as soon as you toss the coin up into the air, the coin is attracted to Gertrude. The Ger- the coin is absorbed into Gertrude's chest. She is released from her chair, and she has been granted mortality back. Gertrude, you feel as if uh, before, if you tried to go to the material realm, you would be a ghost. But now you have your body back. Come to mama. I, hey, mom, this is weird. I feel like uh, I feel like I had some really weird, I feel like I had bad Taco Bell, and now I'm like coming back to the day after. <laughs> I told you never to eat at our competition. It's calzone hovel or nothing, damn it. But she's saying this as she has has you in the warmest motherly embrace and is showering you with kisses. Also, Gertrude, you you have not seen your dad in a while, and he is in front of you now. Uh, also, a cat that you're terrified of. <laughs> Mom, I have a lot of questions. First off, what's with the cat? Who is this? And who's that dude? 
This is your father, and uh, never mind the cat. He's a friend of yours. Um, I'm definitely not friends with any cats, so can we get that, like, 300 yards away from me? Oh, that's accurate. We're not exactly friends. You still remember Kevin. Yeah, like, I think I know him, uh, but do I, like, know him, right? Yeah, I'm gonna need you, Kevin, to take, like, a hundred steps away from me right now. Hey, your father put you here. (laughs) Yeah, really appreciate it all. Just, like, the whole, like, four paws that you lick thing really creeping me out. (laughs) All right, everybody, get the hell out. I have so many more tortures to do and screams to extract. And he snaps his fingers, and you feel a supernatural force push you guys through a portal. You guys wind up back in the Calzone hovel. <laughs> Chet that whole time is doing that that awkward reaching his hand behind it, the back of his head, scratching it, kind of not knowing where to look in the room for that entire scene and, and still and uh, finally locks. Oh, you mean like well, I'm, I'm doing comedy on stage? I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. TV's typical 1950s dad, like, oh, I don't hug my kid. <laughs> what, kind of a- what kind of psychopath hugs his kid? For me, I- I'm, I'm uh, thrilled to have my family back, so I'm like rushing around the house like lighting the little red Pizza Hut candles and um, <laughs> like, anyone need a Coke Zero fountain drink? Um, no, no, thank you, honey. Uh, hey there, kiddo. Uh, yeah, you. Um, you're gonna make this weird, aren't you? Well, it's no, honey. Um, it's already feeling weird. You're doing great. Keep it up. Bring on the next weirdness. What you gonna say? I, I liked how you killed Trucker. Mm-hmm. Good job on that one. Mm-hmm. Where to use the smooth? Smooth move. G- great tactical <laughs> decision getting out of prison. I'm proud of you there. The law isn't chasing you this whole time. You, you know, um, I'm I am proud of you. Yeah, but um, I still have to live with that, and while the law might not be chasing me, I got ogre law chasing me. Well, they can come at us, because we will (laughs) take them down as a family. Look at us. Family time. That's right. We're back together. Yeah, look at you, Twig, man. They're going to snap you in half. Hey, now. Don't uh, hold it against your father that he got you sent to hell now. I mean, I hold a lot against you. You sent me to hell, you walked out on me, you didn't teach me about the right types of peanut butter, there's a lot of flaws you had in here. <laughs> well, hey, 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 that's not entirely fair. You know who the real villain is? We all knew it, and I I'm a, I made a mistake in trusting him, but that A.A. Ron Hubbard, he's the one that started this whole shebang. We you need to get him. You hear a break from the kitchen. <laughs> hey, hey, Ron. Yes. What do you say we take out that mook? That dastardly... I'm sorry. I am sorry, okay? I don't... I, I am sorry. I'm... I mean, I, I feel that you're sorry. I just think you can't... You can't go back and change 600 years of damage in one sitting. 600 years? <laughs> I've cooked us all fresh calzones. You guys all do shower sodium together? (laughs) Blanche comes in and she throws a high-gravity tall boy to Chet and Gertrude. Here, honey. Let's all crack one open and have some nice hot calzones. 
Sit down here by the fire. It's so lovely to have my family back together. I think, uh, Mom, I gotta be blunt here and just just say this in front of you. Like, I I know it's your dream to have our family back together, but I, I'm gonna need more beer sessions for so- this to happen. You know, today's the first step in the right direction, but... Now that's my daughter. I'm gonna need at least, like, 1,500 beer sessions with him before he feels like a dad. Roll me a constitution check, Tifi. Okay. Godspeed. <laughs> Chet Blankate stands up in the middle of hearing his daughter's sentiment, her honest feelings, trying to win her over. He shotguns a beer, the, not only any beer, the first beer he has ever shotgunned. An act that was beneath him, but an act, but in a way to reach out to his daughter, he does so. And he, and what'd you roll? I rolled a 10. Plus zero. Plus zero. Can I try to give him a help action? (laughs) Yes, you're going to shout. You can shout instructions to help him because he's never done this before. I want to quickly be like, Uh no, you've got to poke a a hole in it like this, you idiot. And I help him shotgun the beer. So so advantage? Okay, in that case, I rolled uh, a nine on my second roll. So I rolled a 10. (laughs) I'm not helpful. It's going really slow. It's like chug, chug. Foam, foam like sprays out of my nose a little bit. I've got it. <laughs> he Just... coughs. <clears throat> sprays it everywhere. Yeah, he tries poking a hole in it, and, and he pokes a hole in the bottom, not knowing what the heck to do, and beer just gets all over the place. I try to catch it with a Pizza Hut uh, soda pitcher and drink it through the straw. Like, um, I love your technique. Great little feedback. I think you might be more of a beer bong kind of guy than a shotgun. Hey, uh, I'm ready to... I will do anything for you, Gertrude. I feel so much remorse for trusting A.A. Ron that day and missing... Seeing how you turned... You're great. I love you. Perhaps it's time for us to do the family keg stand. Can I open up my Scrapple temple and pull out the keg that I have there, the warm beer keg that I have tapped at all times inside the Scrapple Temple. Blanche's powerful swamp lady hands lift this full-size keg (laughs) in one (laughs) powerful motion, slam it down. She taps it real fast. And we close out, we zoom out, you know, picture the the shot where we zoom out through the window as the... Blankate family, the Poobell family, whatever you wish to call them, is back together again. Then we cut to a scene of Lothario being tortured. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, I think you guys forgot, we forgot something about down him, here. didn't we? <laughs> Maybe that's Kevin's realization. Um, so. <laughs> oh, wait, there was another one. <laughs> He's Kevin's misplaced. Kevin's lost the coin. He's like, oh shit, I dropped it. We'll have to go back. I just like the visual of us having that like 1980s sitcom, everybody laughing at the end of the episode, and then cut to Lothario just like, no, no, this isn't fashionable at all. Get me out of these clothes. I hate this. Yeah, he's wearing parachute pants. I hate this. Get me out of this. This is garbage. Okay, I've. I've, I've got the Miss Pac-Man machine working. Who wants to play? Ooh, I've got next. The coin fit right in. Soon as I'm done playing Golden Tee, I'm, uh, <sighs> I'm kicking your butt, Catman. 
And with that, with Kevin spending Lothario's soul coin in the Miss Pac-Man machine, we are going to close out today's episode. That was fun and wholesome and dark <laughs> all in one. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Sara Lee, it was awesome reenacting a horrible domestic violence scene with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am sorry on so many levels, but hey. yay, character development. Yes. Awful <laughs> neutral. This is big. Hey, you know, I didn't, it wasn't me who put Gertrude's abusive relationship in her past. <laughs> but no. it is you, Sarah Lee. She is, a, Gertrude's a survivor. She, she's a spokesperson for I'm the a movement. Survivor. Yes. I like how we uh, promoted snitching. <laughs> <laughs> Snitches listen to awful neutral. <laughs> All right, Dave Callens, where can people find you? You can find me here at the Ms. Pac-Man machine. Getting his ass kicked by me. <laughs> uh, look me up on Twitter or Instagram at Sharkodile. Ghost for you, Miss Pac-Man. Calzones <laughs> for me. <laughs> Clint Beiser, where can people find you? Um, tr- trying to untangle the personalities of, of Tiffy and Chet Blanket from my own personality. <laughs> so in therapy? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to put a name on it, but yes. <laughs> You're also a terrible father in real life. <laughs> I don't even know I have kids. <laughs> Jesse Egan, where can people find you? You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. Thanks uh, for another great episode, Damien. My pleasure. And watch Jesse Egan's comedy special. It's on drybarcomedy.com. Am I right, Jesse? That's correct. It's called That's the Spirit. Uh, so check it out. Thanks. We've been getting a lot of fan art lately. If you have anything you'd like to send to the show or a particular episode or something you didn't like, like, for example, in this episode, please tweet us at the show at AwfulDD. We love hearing from you. And we try to address any concern or questions that people have for us. So let us know. I like how he's actively going for negative feedback. <laughs> It's the only thing that makes you feel alive. (laughs) Sarah Lee Steiner, where can people find you? You can find me at Sarah Lee Magic. um, And just that, I don't, I don't, this was an exhausting episode, so I don't have anything witty to say, but an emotional roller coaster of our episode. A little exhausting. You left it all on the court. I respect that. (laughs) Thank you. All on the field. You can also find us on Patreon. If you want to make a charitable donation to our ongoing therapy fund <laughs> that we will <laughs> need after this episode. Racking up some bills this week. Yes. <laughs> I like how we accidentally yes-anded into, like, being touchy-feely with this uh, awful neutral shit instead of, uh, yeah, just jokes. But, hey. Some real-world stuff. We're a family podcast. <laughs> And I think on that note, it's been fun. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate all your love and support. Later, nerds. Bye. Bye. Bye.